back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. March 30th, 2021. IoT, LEO satellites, and share buybacks initiate coverage of Iridium with buy. Starlink and Amazon have increased investor interest in the opportunity of LEO satellite constellations. And for good reason, satellites play a key role in providing connectivity in hard-to-reach locations for the ever-rising demand for data. Somewhat overlooked, Iridium is already a fully-launched LEO constellation tapping into the growth of IoT while sitting on top of steady, long-term contracted revenue from the U.S. military and hosted payload customers. It's also differentiated, offering unmatched global coverage and small antenna solutions, ideal for IoT applications. Iridium's inflection to free cash flow has triggered what we expect to be a long-term capital distribution opportunity for investors. And, as an added bonus, Iridium has enabled a new service that could fundamentally alter commercial airline efficiency, initiating coverage with buy rating and a $50 price target. Iridium's Evolution Iridium's first constellation of satellites was financed by Motorola and completed in 2002. It was targeted at one market, phones. They were large, it was expensive, it failed. The second constellation was a 10-year project completed in 2019 that has enabled a much broader market opportunity. This is best explained by the company's graphic below, which illustrates its expansion to more than 450 partners. The expanded ecosystem has broadened its revenue opportunity to new revenue growth areas. Now that the new constellation has been deployed, Iridium is also now on a CapEx holiday that could last a decade or more. The legacy phone application is a third of revenue and stable. A satellite phone is clearly not enough to generate an interesting business, but it does offer a steady revenue stream. A third of Iridium's service revenue is from ruggedized phones, although the usage is now both voice and data. The target market for an Iridium phone is not just the jet-setting executive imagined by Motorola, but rather a mature set of global military and industrial clients. This has generated stable revenue for Iridium that can rise from price increases and military actions. Another third of revenue is long-term contracts. One-third of Iridium's service revenue is under very long-term contracts with the U.S. government and hosted payload services. Its earliest contract expiration does not occur until 2026. We expect Iridium to extend that contract with a long-term deal at a higher rate. Some of these long-term deals have been prepaid, but we strip out this non-cash revenue amortization from our free cash flow and EBITDA estimates that we use to value the company. Big data offers the growth opportunity. The remaining third of Iridium's service revenue is IoT and commercial data. This is the growth engine driven by the big data macro trends that are underscored by the quarterly reports of Amazon's AWS and Microsoft's Azure. More things are being connected, more often, and with more information. Iridium breaks down the revenue from this new revenue opportunity into two segments, IoT and broadband. Don't let the labels fool you. Their definition of broadband is anything over 128 kilobits per second. The bottom line is the demand for connectivity drives both revenue segments, and we expect both to generate double-digit growth in 2022. Differentiated Coverage and Reliability Iridium's LEO satellite coverage is largely unmatched for its targeted applications. In Marsat, its primary competitor utilizes a geo-constellation that doesn't cover the polar caps. 
Meanwhile, Global Star and Thraya either have launched too few satellites or possess limited global spectrum rights, resulting in coverage disparity compared to Iridium, as shown in the illustrations below. Iridium has also deployed RF links to interconnect all its satellites in space. This means it can immediately connect customers to remote IoT devices compared to competitor solutions that store that information in the satellite and then send it back to Earth hours later. Spectrum always matters. Iridium's global allocation of L-band spectrum also offers a competitive advantage over constellations that use K-band spectrum. The superior propagation characteristics of L-band means it works better through rain and clouds and is more suitable for critical communication. A cruise ship might use K-band to deliver internet service to its guests, but it's using Iridium in the bridge for its critical applications. Driving down CPE costs. Iridium's lower man spectrum, combined with the lower elevation of its LEO constellation, enables its partners to develop customer premise equipment that is smaller, cheaper, and burns less power than alternative K-band products. These are key performance requirements of an IoT customer. CPE is the primary component in the total cost of ownership evaluations conducted by IoT customers. Driving down the cost of CPE should broaden Iridium's opportunity to capitalize on the sizable latent demand for more data. Free cash flow means capital return. We expect Iridium to generate over $230 million of free cash flow this year. That's more than four times its free cash flow generation in 2019. We believe the company can commence its capital return program and still materially reduce its debt leverage. We expect $150 million of share repurchase this year. And for Iridium's net leverage to drop below three and a half times in Q1 of 22 from over four times at the end of last year. Additional upside from the airline industry. Iridium has a 35.7% stake in Arion, a company that we believe could have a profound impact on the efficiency of the airline industry. Iridium enabled this service by hosting its payload on its constellation. It receives $200 million of hosting fees and will be paid $120 million to reduce its equity stake to 22%. We believe that residual equity position is worth $463 million or another $3.50 of value per Iridium share based on our estimate of future distributions. Arian developed an aircraft tracking system that uses ADS-B, Automatic Dependent Surveillance Broadcast Technology, that just went live in 2019. It provides more ubiquitous tracking of aircraft than legacy radar systems that had challenges tracking flights over oceans, polar, and remote locations. ADS-B receivers are being deployed on all new aircraft in order to avoid plane disappearances like Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 in 2014. Arian has already signed up 20 separate Air National Service Providers for data service. We expect them to capture a 50% share of the market by 2030. $50 price target. Our $50 price target is a sum of the parts. We value the operating business based on a 4% free cash flow yield on our 2022 free cash flow estimate of $244 million. That supports a $46.50 price target. We then add an additional $3.50 to our price target to reflect the present value of future distributions from Arion which we expect to commence in 2025. 
Our $50 price target implies 21 times our 2022 cash EBITDA estimate versus its current multiple of 17 and a half times our 2021 cash EBITDA estimate. The $46.50 base price target implies 19.7 times our 2022 cash flow EBITDA estimates. Operational EBITDA. Our peers likely use the multiple of operational EBITDA despite it including non-cash revenue. Our operational EBITDA estimate for 2021 of $365 million compares to our 2021 cash EBITDA estimate of $352 million. Our operational estimate is also below consensus and at the low end of guidance, presumably because of our growth estimates for its equipment business. That could provide nice upside, but its equipment revenue and engineering services are simply not a driver in how we view valuation. The $50 price target implies 19.7 times our 2022 operational EBITDA estimate compared to the current multiple of 17.1 times the 2021 consensus operational EBITDA estimate. Risks. Iridium recently upgraded its satellite fleet, which operates on a 10-plus year CapEx cycle, so they could be rendered obsolete if they fail to keep up with increasing data demands and new products or technologies that are launched over the next several years. It could also face incremental competition from the ongoing and future launch of LEO constellations that promise faster data speeds and are subsidiaries of more well-funded competitors. Satellites do fail and malfunction, but the company does have in-orbit spares standing by, as well as spares tucked away on the ground. Don't forget, we also recently launched coverage on Loral, which is a play on the Telsat LEO constellation as well. Have a great week.